the Mel Gedroyd Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our Halloweeny little podcast, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Halloween costumery, spooky tunes, and things that make you want to go, all those things. If you like that, have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There'll be more chat and obviously some great tunes thrown in for good measure. Ooh. <laughs> Is that remotely scary, Bush? Not um, really. It's unset. I'd say unsettling more than scary. Make a scary noise. Come on, let's really try. Properly scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Go on, you give us a scare. You try and out scare me with that one then. Go on. What? What happened then? Is he going through some sort of crisis? Are you all right, Bush? Is everything all right at home? I felt like a cry for help. Okay, didn't I'm going to try one. Go on, and go on, go on. <laughs> Bush, come on, do a scary noise. The better than the last one, but still not that scary. I feel like it, like it, all of my noises come out like a big fuzzy cuddly bear. I know. Whereas yours are like a porcelain doll with one flicky eye from like oh. an old olden days. Hello, dear. That's quite scary, isn't it? You definitely got a bonnet on when you're saying that. No two ways about it. <laughs> Bush, we need to work on your scary... Look, you've got two days till Halloween. Bush, come on! Give me a tip. What can, how can I make it scarier? Make, think. Get into character. It's all about getting into character. Think icy, beyond the grave. Yeah. Think um, Kathy Earnshaw in Wuthering Heights gotcha. appearing at uh, Old Thingy's window. Mm-hmm. Really scary. Here come on. Here we go. Come on, Bush. You can do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 that oh, was dear. the worst... Of the three. Uh, listen. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. It really was bad. I'm so sorry, everybody. It's like a, a cow just kind of crept up on you. I'd, can I just come clean about something? Go on. Re-Halloween. Uh, we do this thing every year. So we carve out the pumpkin with two eyes, nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. Out of the mouth, we have the innards of the pumpkin, i.e. The, the sort of, you know, the, 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 the stuff, the ephemera, the juice, the... The nasty stuff. Hmm. And we make it look as if the pumpkin is vomiting. Oh, my Lord. It's become our signature. The streets talk about it (laughs) weeks in advance. This has been a hot topic of conversation on the street. When's the puking pumpkin coming out? And I say, (laughs) Halloween. And it's known in the street as the puking pumpkin. The puking pumpkin. Um, Now, (laughs) I have to report that we're not going to be actually around on the night of Halloween itself, so there will be no puking pumpkin. I want you to think about this, Bush, and work out what I'm going to do. It's a dilemma. Now, Bush, have you given my dilemma some thought, which is the puking pumpkin, Mm -hmm. which is our signature pumpkin with stuff coming out of its mouth. We can't do it because we're not in town on the night of Halloween. What do we do, Bush? Well, we've got a problem because I think your street are going to be quite disappointed because they look out for it, as you said. They, they look out they, for... they cluster around it. It's, where... a, it's a thing of, you know, of joy. Where do you put it? Where, where would the uh, puking pumpkin normally be? Uh, outside the front door. Oh, really? Outside the front door to lure in anyone <sighs> brave enough well, to I... come to the door. <laughs> well, I've never, I've never carved a pumpkin in my life. And I'm just going to. Do, I'm doing a little Halloween party with my daughter, so oh, maybe we bush. could give it a go. Do the puking pumpkin; they will love it. We'll wheel it over, and then maybe give us some tips. Though if I've never okay. d- done a pump, pumpkin carving at all. What, what would I need to do? Pumpkin is good. It's a good material to scoop out because it's quite um, giving. Uh huh. It's not too. <laughs> Very giving. I can't believe you took that seriously. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
it's you know it's a giving flesh it's not you know it's not sort of you're not chipping away like down a coal mine yes it's a giving flesh you can do it with a spoon okay okay i would say spend most of your time on the scooping and then you will not end up with too thick a skin with which oh. to go through with your eyes. I keep it quite simple. Yeah. I've seen amazing ones online, you know, where you get really intricate sort of cats' faces with whisk, you know, with whiskers. Yeah. And that kind of thing. I do a very simple triangles for eyes, triangle for nose, and then comedy mouth with the odd tooth and then the puke coming out. <laughs> and a bit of puke at the end. Some people do a bit of carving. You remember you used to do those things at school where you carve into like a wooden board and then print it? Oh. Like wood, wood carving. Woodcut. Yeah, yes. woodcut. Well, some people do that on the front of their pumpkin as well to add extra texture. Whoa. That might be quite good just to spice things up a little bit. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it might be a good thing to do, you reckon? Yeah, you've got to do one. Well, I can't I... believe... And also, out of the innards, obviously some you're using for the puke coming out of the mouth, <laughs> but with the rest of the innards, yeah. go through it, sieve it, you can make yourself a lovely pumpkin soup. Sieve the pumpkin innards. Is that what you're telling me to do, Mel? Yeah. It has a trinity of uses. It has the pumpkin itself, yeah. it has the puke coming out, and then you get a nice soup. That's the gift that keeps on giving. It's free cycling, it's upcycling. Mighty Bush lifts the special catch the lever on the old-fashioned jam jar. Okay, so we've got the topic pot here. Oh. Uh, it could be good for a spooky impression as well if you... Uh... But you're speaking to here, you sound like Darth Vader inside the topic pot. That's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. I shall read you a question, Mel. That's that's positively Vincent Price-like. We have a cracking time. Even when this show's not on, we just entertain ourselves. Yeah. I, I, I want to have a go. I'm looking forward. No, no, no. You oh, yeah. go first, my darling. Oh, it's a big question, Unravel, this unravel, 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 unravel. written by someone in our office. If you had to be the same age for the rest of your <gasps> life, what age would you choose? Oh... Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. A tough one, a very tough question. I'd say this age. Is that really naff? No, I I think I would agree. I love being this age. Yeah. I really, really love it. Hmm. What about you, Bush? Or do you want to be... 17 is quite good, though. No, I I was just an idiot. I was an idiot, I think, until um, I I became 30. Uh, Producer Louise is saying she would like to stay at 26 over there. I got very broody at 26. Did yeah, you? got very broody at twenty six. I'm sure you weren't an idiot, Bush. I think I was just a bit of a bit of an idiot. I maybe I seventeen, maybe a bit of a pain in the lower bum. six, mate. Come on, lower six. Back in the day, you didn't have any exams. No, I know me. nowadays you have the A slash S level. Yeah. Back in the day, <sighs> party time. Not for me. I had really big glasses. Really big. My glasses. You know, remember what oh, glasses were like in the nineties? The Sunny Man. They were the Sunny Man. <laughs> I use that point of reference for people and I always end up having to explain Sunny who Sunny Man was. I know was. exactly who Sunny Man is. They were so big, you, my yeah. friend used to say to me, could I get Sky Sports on them? <laughs> so, uh, but they were Sunny oh, Mans, they gosh. really were. But quite cool in a sort of postmodern, you know, yeah. geeky way. Well, they're coming back round now, put it that way. It's taken a while. Is it Sunny Man or is it Mark Curry? <laughs> not, definitely not Mark Curry. Curry had some massive lenses. They were like, he had like a, a bright red plastic frame to them as well, didn't they? Whatever happened to him, I've seen all the Blue Peter presenters recently, you know, that they're all, not like as a meet-up went down the pub. Oh, I was going to say, why wasn't I invited? We had a great night, we went bowling and then went to Nando's, it was amazing. Uh, Simon Peter gets a bit excited though. Uh, Was it Peter Simon? Peter Duncan. (laughs) Peter Duncan. Get it right, Bush. Just naming biblical characters. Um, Simon Peter. (laughs) Simon Peter. But um, uh, but I've never seen Mark Curry since, never seen Mark Curry. You see, I, I bumped into Simon Groom not long ago. Did he you? was an absolute fox. I loved him. 
Really? Absolutely <laughs> hilarious bloke. We had a lot of lols. Really? Yeah. He always seemed like a nice guy. Oh, quality individual. And do you remember on Blue Pizza, he always used to talk about, um, he always used to say, well, down on mid- mum and dad's farm in Dethick in Derbyshire. Yeah. He always used to say, that was like his catchphrase. I said, Simon, can I one day come and visit your mum and dad's farm in Dethick in Derbyshire? He gave me, he gave me AA route master directions, <laughs> said go anytime and you can stay. <laughs> wow, he sounds like a brilliant guy. Quality. If you happen to have seen any of the old Blue Peter cast in in the past, say, say five okay, years... Okay, that's good, yeah. Get in touch. So Mark Curry we're particularly looking out for. Is he okay? Is he fine? Yes, that would be good to know. Yeah. Tina Heath, she might be before your time, Bush. She's a little bit before my time. Tina Heath uh, played Lizzie Dripping, obviously, famously in the um, BBC Kids drama of uh-huh. the same name, and then became the BBC, uh, uh, the Blue Peter presenter. Oh, really? Haven't seen her for a while, Tina Heath. Give us three rings, Tina. Just let us know you're all let right. Let us know. Yeah. Okay, good. Lovely, we've solved that. Dealt with. Ooh, keeping it spooky Ooh. today. <laughs> the honey's had a, good. an unbelievable effect in the room. That was quite good. That was really scary. That was the scariest thing I've ever ever heard. (laughs) It's not good for my surgery, though. I told you I've had surgery. Um, Now, Bush, listen up. This, oh, this is, I love this part of the show. This is Bush's Red Letter Day, my friends. Bush's Red Letter Day. Well, listen, Mel, have another little dose of honey there and get ready for this because we've got three spooky facts for you because it's nearly Halloween. Whoa. Listen (gasps) to this. (laughs) 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 It's this Northumbrian honey Mel's gone rogue She's gone bandit (laughs) Sorry Yep, carry on I'm going to give you Three facts about Spooky creatures That have been seen On the planet Earth Good Animal number one I've got the the picture here (laughs) The Dover demon That's horrid He's weird looking Sighed three times In Dover, Massachusetts In the 70s As features are as follows A disproportionately large um, Head and watermelon-shaped head. I don't like his eyeballs. There's no um, pupil in them. No, he's a really creepy-looking guy. That's horrid. He's, cause it looks like he's got two ping-pong balls his for eyes. eyes glow orange, apparently, if you see him in the nightmare. And his arms and legs are very slender. <laughs> I don't like him. Put him away. Has he been seen since the 70s, or is he just a 70s It was a flash in the phenomenon. pan. Yeah, just a 70s phenomena. A bit like uh, mud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never been seen since. There you go. The second one, yep. the Owl Man of Cornwall. Oh, he's good. Here's the Owl Man, centred around a church in rural Cornwall, this fella. Yeah. Appeared an owl, about the size of a man, has got pointed ears, red eyes, and black pincer-like claws. But very, very soft wings, made of cashmere by the look of them. Imagine them just brushing across your cheek. You'd be like, oh, it's almost like you want to bed down. Put him away, I don't like him, don't like him either. No, I don't like Owl Man or the other dover. Oh, who's that? That's the Canvey Island monster. Oh, he... Hang on, that so that looks like a wind-up frog that you put in your bath. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not a monster, that's silly. This is true, the Canvey Island monster melt is the name given to an unusual creature seen on the shores of Canvey Island, England, in November 54. I don't like him, Bush, put him away. Put him away as well. There you go, three monsters all spotted, you didn't like any of them, I put them all away. They're that, gone now. They were good. <laughs> overdone it on the Northumbrian honey. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel strangely elated. 
Yeah. Oh, it's good, isn't it? I feel like I might be having a slight come down now, and I feel like uh, you and producer Louise have been talking about me, but inside my head oh. and outside my head as well. Bush, that's weird because we have... Ah! Now, Bush, yeah. listen up. How's your week been? Mel, my week has been good, and I want to put forward a, a theory. <gasps> I want to see whether you agree with me on love this. Love this. Love it. Kids yep. these days yes. don't realise how lucky they are with mm. Halloween outfits. Oh. Staying spooky for a second if I can. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, it was all based around the bin bag. Uh, or the sheet. Or bin bag or a sheet. Yep. Yeah. Two options. Do you yep. want to be as a bin bag and you can stick whatever you want on it or do you want to go as a sheet as totally. a ghost? Totes. Now, if you've got an amazing collection of oh. uh, modern items that kids can have, they can be devils, yeah. they can be cats, they can be all sorts of different yep. things. Yeah. And yep. I mean, I uh, when photos of me when I was growing up, everybody, there's, there's a photo, we had a party at our house, we're all sitting in our mum and dad's conservatory yep. with all our mates and that, and everybody's got a bin bag on. Yes. They're all wearing yes. bin bags. It's the go... <laughs> Every single one of us. It's the go-to. Yeah. You see, I've got a little bit of an axe to grind, which is slightly Halloween-y yeah. in itself. Um, <laughs> about, yes, I mean, it was never a thing no. when I was growing up. Totally. I mean, trick-or-treat didn't even exist. The amount of candy that people put away, that was, that's just sheer American. I'm sorry. It was a bit of apple bobbing at best. That's the uh, most you got. At the absolute, you know... You were lucky if you apple bobbed. Outside chance. So I am with you every step of the way. Oh, so are we looking for some sort of antidote to this? Are we, or do we want to be a bit bar humbug about this? Well, what, what are we thinking? I'm thinking I've got to try and get my daughter a, uh, a Halloween outfit. At the moment, she wants to be kind of a cool cat. Okay. And it's not very scary, really. I'm thinking, should I go back to basics with her and make her wear the bin bag of Halloween truth like I used to back in the day so she appreciates, you know, how much effort people go to to make these outfits? Sorry, I've got quite a lot of wax uh, building up <laughs> in the teeth. It's now solidifying, isn't it, the, the yep, honeycomb? The wax yeah. has very much um, become bonded <laughs> to my crowns. Um, let's have a think about this. This is interesting. Mm. Do we go back to, oh, in my day, oh, we, were, yeah. we're in a, we were in a bin bag and we were grateful, <laughs> or do we succumb? This is basically what you're saying. Exactly. We've created a vibe here, Bush, haven't it's, we? It's a spooky show, Mel. What can we say? It's like uh, a ghost train. Oh, I, no, Ooh. no. Never. No, 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 no. I tell you what, I was, the last time I was on a ghost train, I, I'm never going to go on one again. Yeah. It was so scary. So you're sitting in the thing, you're rumbling round, and then there's a sign saying exit, and then you go the other way. Oh, yeah. And then, just before we entered the atmosphere again, you know, <laughs> Earth, the real world, yeah. I swear there was somebody strapped up <laughs> near to the exit, and they, they ruffled our hair. That's, that's they had fit, our hands went through our hair, real hands. Yeah. It was absolutely Horrendous. Imagine doing that as a job, just before the first person comes in, just clipping yourself in, going, right, I'm just spend the afternoon ruffling people's hair. It was hot. Have you ever had anything like this? I absolutely hate ghost trains. So do I, mate. You and me both. Uh, Now, back to your question of, should you succumb, basically, and get your daughter a really kind of groovy, sort of amazing cat outfit for Halloween? That's what she wants, isn't it? I've got two options. Either I spend a load of money on it, like people do with, with Halloween outfits these days, because she's got a party coming up, or do I get her a bin bag like I used to do and yeah. draw a cat's face on her with a bit of biro? I'm saying start very, very, very low, because each year, Bush, you will have to raise the bar. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. So start this year, make a tail out of uh, one tight, so you get a pair of black tights, <laughs> yeah. cut one leg off, uh-huh. stuff it with some, you know, material. Uh-huh. Cotton wool, whatever. There's your tail. Yeah. Sew that onto the back of the leotard. Okay. 
And then, uh, yes, biro, or you can, I mean, I would fork out for a little stick of face paint. Just push the bar out a tiny little bit. Yeah. If my... Keep it simple, mate, because if you do something absolutely whiz-bang wallop this year, yeah. then next year she's going to want a jetpack. <laughs> That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? I just like the idea of my girlfriend finding me cutting up tights like I'm about to rob a bank or something. I'll take your advice on boards. That's good. I'm going to do that. Don't I'm... you think? She... Listen, you're her dad. She will love whatever you do. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I hope at so. At this age. Not in a few years' time, but at this age. <laughs> so I would go very, very, very low rent. I'm going to keep it basic. Very, very strong. We've sorted that one out, Bush. Lovely, lovely. Right, is it my turn to go into the the pot, which is serving as our sound effects? Let's call it the pot of doom. (laughs) Quite good. What animal is that, Mel, that you're doing? (laughs) It's a sort of, it's a a lion or tiger. It's it's really quite scary. It's good, isn't it? Intake of breath, that's the key thing. You are a woman of many different sounds. <laughs> I'd love to do a National Express trip with you. You'd be brilliant. Oh, mate, a real long one. But I fear that you would tire towards the last couple of hours. Humorless. Yeah, but, yeah. Absolutely ruddy humorless. And I, and I think if we did a long National Express trip, you would come into your own. Yes. Because I know that you're a bit of a night owl, yeah. you know... I'd be breaking biscuits off just to give you something to eat, just to keep you going over to the finish line. What trip should we do? Should we do sort of, I'm thinking sort of Torquay to Edinburgh or something, a the, real big one. That's called the Full Monty, I think, in terms of uh, uh, the National Express, from one end to the other. As long as we're nowhere seated near the Medilu. Yes, no one likes that, do they? Because come Birmingham, that is going to be sloshing all over the shop. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Right, oh, this is a great one. This is a oh, this is awful actually, but a brilliant question. Would you rather have hiccups every day for the rest of your life, or constantly feel like you need to sneeze? Oh my <gasps> lord, what a question! That is that is the horn of a dilemma. It is a total dilemma. Isn't it? Total dilemma. What do you think? What would your mum say? Well, She'd be good on this. Um, Geraldine, Jerry yeah. would be like hiccups are terrible things, aren't they? Oh. You can't you can't be taken seriously at all. No. If you've got hiccups. No. Right? no. You'd be saying the most serious thing in the world, you've got hiccups, people yeah. think you're clowning around. Whereas you're about to sneeze, you're just a bit like, uh, you always feel like. <laughs> You'd be like Frank Spencer yeah, the rest of your life, wouldn't be. you? Ooh, 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 ooh Betty. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Jessica's done a whoopsie in my beret. Ooh, ooh, spooky. Um, oh, gosh. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come clean and say if you do have hiccups, it's quite comedy. It is comedy, isn't it? So, you know, I like to have that attention of people thinking, you know, oh, she's a bit oh, she's a bit funny. It's, it's hiccups Mel turning up. So I'd say hiccups. I'm going to go hiccups as well. And also, I think it would be quite a good dietary uh, thing. Yeah. Stop you from eating quite would a lot, wouldn't it? Couldn't keep anything down. It's all down to your diaphragm. Yeah. I think it would strengthen your abs. Yeah. It would stop you from overeating. Mm-hmm. And people would think you were quite a laugh. And the outside chance get to meet one of the McWurter brothers with the Guinness Book of Records, or are they sadly? Mm, uh, oh, okay. Well, maybe not then. I think possibly one of them is still is still with us. Still trucking. Still trucking. They're still, still well. They're else. still involved with Guinness Book of Records. Getting their longest yeah. ever hiccup. Failing that, just ask Cheryl Baker. Yes. Mel G on magic. Two days away from Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> um, it's time for... 
Oh, that was ring of, scary ring of ring of roses-esque, I would say. Oh, nursery rhymes are always good, aren't they? Very Any scary. nursery rhyme mm-hmm. can be made deeply spooky. And that's normally, to make it even more scary, is to have a child swing moving but no child in it. Yes! Or a child's red ball rolling to your feet as you walk down the hall but there's no child there. Oh, that's good, Bush. Pat a cake, pat a cake, <laughs> baker's man. Bake me a cake as fast as you can. The bit you can't see in the studio is that she holds eye contact with you the entire time. <laughs> Unwavering was, eye contact. What's really weird. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, dear. Now, listen, it's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me literally anything. I'm straddling. I'm ready. Bring them into the surgery. Hey, Mel, it's Shira. I'm going to a Halloween party, but I have no idea what to go as. What should I go as? Your name is Shira. You must go as Shira, one of the characters from one of those cartoons. Help me out here, Bush. You're younger than I. Shira, He Man, and Shira. It's obvious. It's in your name. Next, please. Hey, Mel. It's Chloe. I'm a very superstitious person. The magpie rhyme goes: one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. What do you think an eighth magpie sighting should signify? Oh, you're very good. This puts me straight in mind of the programme Magpie. Eight for a wish. Simple as that. Eight for a wish. Go back, revise your Magpie theme tune song from the 1970s. I beg of you now, you will find that it is eight very much for a wish. Next. Hi Mel, it's Matt. Uh, Is it weird that I quite like to eat mince pies now, even though it's not Christmas? Oh dear, you have just stepped, Matt, into a veritable hornet's nest. We had this exact same discussion last week with Bush. Now Bush, I know, he's nodding and he's doing the Tim Henman, yes! He's doing all of that as if to say, yes, I agree with you, Matt. No, Matt, no. Don't tamper with Christmas, Matt. Christmas is December. Mince pies are Christmassy. Never, ever, ever eat anything Christmassy outside of the month of December. That is my final word on the subject. Thank you, my friends, for listening to the Halloween podcast. (laughs) I've actually scared myself. Hear more larks like that, but not so spooky. Every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.